0: Good evening, good evening. Merry, happy Christmas Eve. I'm Dion Bolding, the pastor of Bowie City Church, and welcome to our Christmas Eve online service where we're able to get together to celebrate Christmas together. But well, I can't do this alone. I have my buddy here. Did, did you start?
1: What are you wearing? Hey, wow! you said Christmas. <laughs> That's you a said lot of Christmas. That's a lot of Christmas. Like, this is Christmas. This Christmas, I, right. I kind of blend in with Christmas. You're, so, you're a whole present. Now, uh, that's me. I'm special. Now, Christmas Eve, when you're supposed to give presents. So, uh, we, we, every time we're on camera together, people are always sort of commenting on there's a difference in height. So, I can't brother, be anything
0: brother I, got, I got you something. All right? So, this is not all I wish I could be. All right? There we go. Now we're ready to go. I'm in the NFL, but I got you a present, too. What? Why don't you just, just take a seat? And then I will have to stay on the block. And then we'll be, now look at that. Look at All that. Right. All right. right. Okay, we'll do the sitting down. Look, look at that. that. Or you can stand <laughs> up. It's,
1: we are excited that you are here tonight. We're excited that we can come into your homes. We can be with you, even though we can't physically be present with you. And uh, we can at least connect uh, via the internet. Um, and we have just a, a great service that uh, we have been able to put together. And um, you know what? We're only in it a little bit. Because most of it is you guys. Um, we're excited that we're going we're gonna to do, it's not the full nine carols and readings that some churches traditionally do on Christmas Eve. Um, we're just going to take a passage in Luke that uh, some of our congregations, both congregations from Bowie City Church and First Christian Church of Brock Hall, have, have filmed themselves, recorded themselves, we cut you together, you're going to appear on screen tonight. We didn't leave anybody out, did we?
0: No, I got everyone in there. Okay, okay, just check. If we it did, it's my fault.
1: Yeah, it's his fault. That was my fault. But if we did, if we, did we apologize, but we don't think we did. And we're going to have some Christmas carols. Um, we were able to, to bring our worship team in here and uh, to film some Christmas carols. So we're going to do that as well. Um, and it's just going to be an awesome evening together. We also, we also, exciting. It is. We, we also have some giveaways. We're going to do more, more, more presents, Presence. more <laughs> present than this. And uh, We're going to do some, some giveaways this evening. So what we need you to do is some of you are watching on your phone or you're streaming it onto your TV, which is great, but you also need to be able to send an email in response to the questions because we're going to do this live. We're going to put out some, some quiz questions out there and we want you to email live back to us. And there will be a present. A present. A present. There will be a present. We'll, we'll get you a present somehow. A present. We'll send you a gift. Yeah. We can do that. We can send that. We can do that. So you, you need to go and get a, another phone or a laptop or a computer or a tablet or some other device that you can send an email. And here's the email address. Y'all listen. 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 Right here. Right here. It's hello at BowieCityChurch.com.
0: Did you get that hello at booeycitychurch.com. Easy peasy, that's where you're going to email. What else do they need? You also need to get your Bible. So go ahead, take your time, go get a Bible, go search, just like Jason's doing, he's getting up. Somebody go get a Bible, get a Bible, and th- there it is. There it is. So go get the old dusty one that your grandma gave you, or great grandma. You want to read from that. Get an actual physical Bible. Hopefully you have one. If you don't have one in your home, let us know and we will send you a Bible. You just won't be there for this. (laughs) We can't do that. We're we're not as good as Amazon. (laughs) uh, Two-day shipping. But we will get you a Bible if you don't own one. But go to the Bible. And what they are going to turn to, Jason? We're
1: going to turn to
0: Luke chapter 2. That's where our readings are going to come from tonight. And so we want you to be in Luke, 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 Luke 2. We're right there. Chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. That's where we're going to be. Yeah. So make sure you have your Bibles. Make sure you have a device to be able to send in your answers to hello at ruicitychurch.com. It's not going to be the first answer. We might say the fifth person that gets it right. The We're going to give everybody a chance to do that. We also want you to engage... If you're in the Facebook chat group, make sure you chat, engage in there. If you're in the YouTube, there's only two places you're going to be able to watch this. Um, engage in those two places as well. As well, um, But we're going to get ready. We're going to start. I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to move into uh, a worship song that was done by a young lady that our family attends Boo City Church. has been here at First Christian where we're meeting in person, and she had played a, a Christmas carol, and she did it. She played four awesome. parts, all four parts, awesome. all part levels. The words are going to be on the screen. So that's going to go right into that song after I pray. Uh, and so get ready, have your Bible, and let's start this service. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the great God you are, how much you love us, Lord. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And, God, we thank you that we're able to come together via technology, via the camera, to be able to engage in celebration of Christmas Eve and celebration of of Jesus coming to this earth through the birth of Mary to be the Savior of the world, so Lord, we continue this series that we've used throughout the month of December. We're going to keep Christ in Christmas, but we're also going to be celebrate. We're also gonna have a good time. It's a time of celebration that Jesus was born. So God, be with us. Let us engage. Let us lift our spirits, lift our hearts as we worship, listen to some reading, and engage. That's all these things in Jesus' name, amen. And I encourage you to enjoy, sing along as we sing the song, O Little Town of Bethlehem.
2: And, posters, and all the world would be registered. This was the first census that took place while Toronius was the governor of Syria. And everyone went into their own town to register.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Again, I'm excited for all the readings and all the carols that were done. Uh, everybody who participated, we have more videos to show. So if you haven't seen your face or do your reading, you will be a part of it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't leave anyone out. But what we started was, was with Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. So I'm going to read it. Have your Bible. It's not going to be on the screen. We did it purposely because we want you to engage in reading from the Bible itself as a family. So Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 3 says this. Since in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken in the, of the whole, in whole entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Cornelius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to be registered. Now, the question is, why? Why is this important? Why is this even in the Christmas story? Well, we must understand that Jesus had to go home to his hometown where David, King David, was also from that town. See, Jesus was the king. Jesus, for him to be the actual literal king, he had to be from the line of David. And so from the line of David, his family was from Bethlehem. So Jesus, Joseph and Mary, before Jesus was born, had to go back to be counted. And we want you to know this. We say this here at Bowie City Church and it means the same thing here at First Christian Church, that to be counted is a number. And you know what? We are a number. We're, we're one of many numbers of billions of people in the world. But we say that every number has a name, and every name has a story, and every story needs Jesus in it. Again, we, we, we say this often, that Every number has a name. We are concerned with the numbers, how many people are the hurting, how many people are prospering, people who are suffering. But for this Christmas, we want to know that every number, you, whatever the count of your household, whatever the count is going on, you have a name. And your name has a story attached to it. But your story is not complete until Christ is a part of it. And so we get to look forward to that for Christmas. Jesus came into this world as a baby had to go back to be counted. The numbers had to be counted so that name could be important to the rest of the world. And important to you and important to the Christmas story. So that is why he had to go back. That is the whole reason why they had to be counted because they're from the line of David, De- uh, because their family's from that, that town, and that town uh, is Bethlehem, and that line of David, Joseph's family, is from the line of David, and Jesus had to be part of that. So that's all what matters, that's all what's important. And so that is why they went. But while they were there, it was time for the baby to be born. And so for that, we have a Christmas carol that goes with that. Uh, it's called Way in the Manger. And what's awesome about this, we have some of the, some of the kids from Bowie City who, uh, who were saying this Christmas carol with everyone else. From the you, You'll see it. It's done really well. It's really cute. And so uh, we're going to have the worship team with the kids sing Away in the Manger, and then we'll move on to the next reading.
3: So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David.
2: He, he went there to register. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child.
0: And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave
3: birth our firstborn son. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swollen clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end.
1: All right. So, we pick up the story where now we hear Joseph is going to the town of Bethlehem. Dion kind of alluded to that a little bit already. See, I, I think that as we lead into Christmas, and as I've been kind of preparing for tonight, getting ready for this service, looking around uh, online to see what sort of information is out there, what's available, there's a lot of people get hung up on some details about the Nativity when maybe they forget the main reason for the Nativity. So, you know, it says here that Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to in, Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David. And we read that, and it takes like three seconds. It's like two lines. Well, that's about a 65 to 70-mile journey when you're pregnant. Now, man, that means nothing to us. Absolutely nothing to us, because none of us have ever been pregnant. Our wives have maybe been pregnant. But a 70-mile journey when you're pregnant to the lady who's carrying the baby. It's a lot different than to the guy. Now you also notice in this passage, and this is where where people are losing their minds. There's no mention of a donkey. All the Christmas cards have Mary riding on a donkey. There's no mention of it. Now here's the thing that came to me this week. There's some incredible truth in what happened on that first Christmas Eve. See, the truth is that God in heaven had selected his son to come and to be born as a baby. And we find ourselves arguing about whether there was a donkey or not. There may have been a whole caravan of people. There may have been loads of donkeys, loads of camels, loads of everything that were walking on this 70-mile journey. Does the fact that there was a donkey or not really matter? Tonight, as we anticipate tomorrow morning, as we anticipate the birth of the Savior, let's not worry about whether there was a donkey. We read on a little but He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. They're not married. And yet, they're going home. Joseph is going home. Now, here we are in this pandemic where we've been told not to travel and told not to go anywhere. And I want you to put yourself in Joseph's shoes where you arrive home with a pregnant teenager who's not your wife yet. How would your family have received you? What would have happened in your household? Maybe this did happen in your household. What was the response? You See, there's also a lot of debates about the stable. Was it really a stable? Was it a barn? Because we're trying to take our English words and force them into a biblical story. As time has gone on and as archaeologists have, have uncovered more and we learned more and God has enlightened us and showed us more of really how life was then, it's more likely that Joseph went home and there was no room in the guest room. How many of us have a guest room in our house? All right, so if you have a guest that is in your guest room and another guest shows up, do you just tell them to bunk in beside him? Or do you say the guest room's full? Let's find somewhere else. So we get the old sofa in the family room that kind of sort of pulls out. It's, it used to be a mattress, but it's it's a little rough. And we say, hey, this is going to have to do. See, maybe when we forget about the details of and the arguments of, where this took place. And we get back to the fact that Mary is carrying Jesus, God's son. See, that is the excitement. That is the joy. That is the celebration of Christmas and of Christmas Eve. There's no room in the guest room. They likely were at home. They likely actually were downstairs where they did keep the animals in in those days. He was laid in a feed trough, because that's the only place that was available. Jesus came in these humble beginnings, the King of kings and Lord of lords, as a baby in an animal trough. Let's not miss the truth that he was the King of kings. Let's not get hung up on what the stable looked like. Let's make sure that we're focused on the baby and not the surroundings. We're going to go into another hymn. Angels, we have heard on high. We hope that, that in your house that you're singing along. Okay, join in. The words will be on the screen. And, uh, and sing with us as we celebrate and declare the coming of this baby king. Let's worship. Oh, the herald angels sing
2: Glory to the newborn king Peace on earth and mercy my God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations, rise Join the triumph of the sky with angelic hosts proclaim,
3: Christ is
2: born in Bethlehem. Hark! The herald angels sing,
3: glory
2: to the newborn King. Christ, thy highest, heaven adore. Christ, the everlasting Lord, may in time. Behold Him come. Offspring of the virgin's womb Veiled in flesh the Godhead see Hail the incarnate deity Pleased as men when men do dwell Jesus our Emmanuel Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King the heavenly Prince of Peace Hail the Son of Righteousness Light and light to all He brings Risen with healing in His wings Mild He lays His glory by Born that men no more may die Born to raise the sons of earth Born to give a second birth Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Hark the herald
3: angels sing Glory to the newborn King A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord.
0: This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes lying in the manger.
3: Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels, praising God and saying,
2: Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men." When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. (laughs)
0: You want? <laughs> I was talking to Jason over there. Uh, before I get into the reading, which is just awesome that everybody read, we have a trivia question for you. So get your your uh, your phones out, your tablet, whatever it may be, and pull up the email. Go ahead, get that open, open email. Type in hello at com. Uh, so that's who you're sending to. And you need to answer... This trivia question correctly, and it needs to be spelled correctly, okay? So if you're a kid, you need to make sure to double-check parents and uh, make sure it's spelled correctly. So here is the question to get a gift sent to you, not a prize. You're sending gifts out. It's Christmas. Um, so here's the trivia question. What town did Mary and Joseph have to travel to to be counted? What is the name of the town that Joseph and Mary had to travel to to be counted? Send that answer in, and we already have a pre- predetermined what, which, what number email that comes in. Uh, so, you might be some strategy. You may not be the first email, maybe the seventh, or maybe the first email. But that's that one. And then, right before we go into the next song, I'll have another uh, trivia question for you. But what is the name of the town that Joseph and Mary had to travel to to be counted? Uh, and we get to pick up right where we left off the reading in Luke chapter 2. Starting in verse 8, where it reads about the announcement. That is where we did, Hark the Herald Angel Sing. The announcement that Jesus was born. So it says this in verse 8 And while they were, and, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, watching over their flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. And the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for I Bring you good news of great joy that there will be to all the people today in the town of David. A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth lying in a manger. I love this, that this announcement came right to where the shepherds were. See, they weren't just working in the fields. It says living in the fields. They were, this is where they are. And this is, this is the best thing, of one of the best things about the Christmas message. It comes to you right where you are. You don't have to come to church. You don't have to go see a priest. You don't have to do a pilgrimage. The message comes to you right where you are. That is such a powerful thing because there's somebody that is watching. There's somebody that needs to see this, that needs that message right where you are. And you might be afraid. You might find yourself in a place of fear because of the pandemic, because there's God is showing up or things are showing up in your life and you just have this fear. And the angels said to the shepherds right where they were living, do not be afraid. But I bring a message that should bring you joy. And the Christmas story has a message of joy, not one of fear, not one to be afraid. The message of Christmas Brings hope. The message of Christmas brings love. The message of Christmas brings faith. So we love that that the first thing the message came right to where they are, but also that there was a message of joy in it. so let's figure let's see what happens. So this is the message that so you find a baby wrapped and in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, and then suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels praising God and saying glory to God in the highs and on earth, peace to men to whom his favor rests. So just picture this. You're right where you're living, doing your job, doing your work. If you're a shepherd or right where you're living now, and then a angel shows up. And of course you'd be terrified if an angel showed up. I would be terrified if a legit angel showed up because I'm like, I'm about to die. Like that's the only reason why angels show up. I'm going to die. He said, no, 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 I'm not here to, no, you're not going to, I'm here to bring you a message. So they brings this message and you're like, you're astonished at what this angel is saying. And then suddenly, and suddenly means like, like suddenly, like the heavens opens up and there is a multitude of heavenly hosts. And I love that it says heavenly hosts and not an angel. See, heavenly hosts is a total different thing than, than angels. Like there's cherubims, and there's seraphims and there's, probably other heavenly creatures that we don't know about and angels, like they're all there to make the announcement that Jesus is born, that peace has come to earth and that goodwill has come to man. Peace to the earth and goodwill to man because the earth does not have peace, does not know what peace is since the fall of man, since, since sin entered the world and goodwill. We can now finally accomplish God's will When Jesus is here, because of Jesus, we can now move, we'll be able to, we're one step closer to be able to accomplish God's will. And so they make that announcement. Can you just imagine what the shepherds are like? They're supposed to be have joy, but this is kind of like overwhelming. I can't can't imagine. I have that uh, closer account of the third kind You know that movie with uh, Steven Spielberg, where like the alien, not that they're aliens, but it shows up and he's just like frozen, Oh my gosh, I can't imagine what a day will be when we get to see heavenly hosts and angels. And then verse 15 says, And when the angels, angels now left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord had told us about. That's another great part. That now that you have the message, Now you want to go see if it's real. You want to go see that this message is actually what it says it is. These angels showed up, a messenger came to you, came to you, and now you have to go see if this message is actually true. And that's the same thing that pastors do, that churches do, that I'm doing right now and saying that there is a message of hope. There's a message of peace. There's a message of love. Now see if it's true. See if it actually is going to work. If it actually what the Bible says is actually true, and Jason has said it, he said it earlier on that archaeological archeolog- digs and things of that sort that the message is true. Well, it's true for you too. The message of hope and peace is true for you as well. So, this is, this is where we find the rest of the story that these shepherds get this message and now they're off to the go see. If it's true. And our question to you is is the Christmas message true to you? Not the commercial version, not the versions you see on TV, not the elaborated version, but the actual message of the Christmas, that Jesus was born of a virgin and that he was that the Holy Spirit conceived, brought into this world. He's lying in the manger, like he's savior world. Is that true to you? Is that hope to you? So before we go into the next song or the next part of this, this, this message, I have another trivia question for you. Another trivia. So go ahead, pull your phone out. You pull your tablet out. Get it back up. Hello at buoycitychurch.com. You got it? Okay. So my, my question to you is this. They said, the angel said they had a message of joy. It said that you would find something lying in a manger you will find a baby lying in a manger if you find a baby lying in a manger my question to you is this was this where was this manger where was the manger all right where was the manger jason said it earlier he gave some hints some clues so we're asking you where was this manger it might be a harder one we might get different answers on this but we're looking for one specific right answer You have this baby lying in the manger. Where was this manger? Where was it located? All right. So now we're gonna go into our last uh, carol and then Jason's gonna come back up. We'll see what what he's wearing next. Uh, And then he's gonna elaborate on that. So let us sing, Joy to the World.
2: Joy to the world,
0: the Lord
2: is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare in room. Oh, and, heaven heaven and, and heaven and nature sing. In heaven, heaven, heaven and nature sing. In heaven, heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world. The Savior reigns Let men their song employ. Wild fields and floods rough hills and plains Repeat the sounding joy Repeat the sounding joy Repeat, 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 repeat the sounding joy no more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make His blessings flow, For as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, for as, far as. The curse is found He rules the world With truth and grace And makes the nations prove The glories of His righteousness And wonders of His love And wonders of His love and wonders, wonders of His love. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the
0: manger. And when they saw it, they made known this thing that He had been told, that had been told concerning this child.
3: But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart.
2: When they had seen Him, they spread the word concerning what had. Been been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed
1: about what the shepherd said to them. Can you imagine that you've just given birth, and the people that show up to the place where you've just given birth are shepherds? Does that happen to anybody? If that's happened to you, hit us up at Hello at Bowie City Church, you'll get a special prize. You ever thought about this story? God in heaven sends his son, uses a teenage girl to be his mother, and he tells shepherds first. Why? Why would God do that? Well, a couple of very interesting things about the shepherds. At that time, those shepherds tending their flocks, those flocks were used as sacrificial lambs. And the the sacrificial lamb would be chosen from the herds of flocks that those shepherds tended. So it was a bit of a foretelling of Jesus coming as a sacrificial lamb. But God chose that group of shepherds to come and choose his son from. The other thing I thought about this with shepherds, because again, as I'm reading around this, there's a lot of people who think they're really smart. And they tend to type it all on the internet. And they share their opinions. These shepherds were not the smartest people. They weren't the most educated. They understood sheep. They understood weather conditions. They were smart in a way. But they were also accepting when the angel shows up and says There's a, a, the Messiah has been born, they didn't question it. They didn't get out, you know, let's just talk about this. Let's go back and just examine and see. No, they went, what, where? The Messiah's been born? You're telling me the Messiah's been born? Where? Can we go see him? Are we allowed? I think one of the reasons why the shepherds were told was in verse 16, so they hurried off they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word. They spread the word. They saw this baby and they went out and they told everybody. The Messiah has been born. The Messiah has been born. See, I wonder if God had chosen to Make the first people that knew the authorities or the religious leaders would they have kept it to themselves? Would they have danced in the streets and spread the word that the Messiah has come? That's why he chose the shepherds. As soon as they heard, they spread the word. It would have been told about this child, and here's 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 the kicker right here, verse seventeen or eighteen. says, and all who heard it. We're amazed at what the shepherds told them. Folks, you're all shepherds tonight. You're all shepherds tonight. You're tending your own flock in your own houses. You're looking after those who God has entrusted to you. But God's coming tonight and giving you good news. The Messiah is coming. The Messiah is about to be born. The King is here Our challenge as believers is to go out and to spread the news, to go and take hope. One of our treaties back here is hope. We preached on that this series. Take the hope of a baby born in a manger. You're like, I don't know if I want to do that because I don't know how people are going to react. Let me go back to verse 18 again. All who heard it, We're amazed. That little word all in the Greek means all. When you start to tell people about Jesus, they're going to be amazed. In a year where we have been hopeless, the King comes to bring hope. Verse 19, I love this verse. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Mary's just given birth. She's probably exhausted. But she is aware of what's going on. She watches. She sees the celebration. And she just stores them in her heart. See, church, for some of us, we need to take the good news, we need to store it in our heart. We need to keep it there. For a time when we're in a place in a conversation when we're talking with or engaging with another person and we need to bring that good news out because we've pondered it, we've left it, we've stored it in our heart and it's there ready to be shared. For some of us, we need to celebrate and declare it tomorrow. When you gather with loved ones or you're talking to them on Zoom, declare the King is here. The king is here. but Others of us need to store it up and ponder it in our hearts. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The shepherds went back to work. And this coming week, some of us are going to have to go back to work. And in that workplace... We can be the good news. We can bring the good news. When people say, hey, how was Christmas? Tell them it was awesome, the king came. What? What are you talking about? King Jesus was born. What? That's the celebration. That's why we have Christmas. It's not about what did you get. It's who came and impacted your life. The Shepherds went back. They returned to their workplace and they did what they'd always done. We're going to go into uh, another song but before we do I have a, a little question for you. Again, hello at bluecitychurch.com I need you to, to write this down. Okay? So Pastor Dion come Command, he's done examples from what we've shared I have a question for you from a movie. And so here it is. I hope you've seen the movie. One of my favorite Christmas movies. It's the Polar Express. And in the Polar Express, at the very end of the movie, the character who's played by Tom Hanks, the train conductor, he he has a ticket punch, and he's punching tickets for all the kids who are there. And the main character, the little boy, who's the main character, the one who picks up the bell and... Tries to ring it, no, no sound. Well, the train conductor takes his ticket and he punches a bunch of holes in it. And he's merrily punching away pieces of ticket flying all over. And when he holds back the ticket, it has a word written on it. What was that word? What was that word? Send your answers into Hello at But also I want you to ponder that word. As we close out our service tonight, at least with this, our last song, Pastor Adam's going to come up afterwards and close us in prayer. And we got another little video of you guys to show you later on. We're going to end with Silent Night. Now, we didn't send candles to everybody. We know it's normally how it's done, but you can turn the lights off in your living room and let the lights of your Christmas tree just shine if you want as we listen and sing along to the words of this wonderful hymn. Let's worship.
0: Silent night, and we know the night was most likely not silent, but the message of it, that Jesus brings peace to us because he was born on Christmas Day. And before we close, before we're going to give you an opportunity to give, we're going to close with a closing video uh, showcasing all those who sent in the video saying Merry Christmas. I just have a short, short brief uh, message for you, a message of encouragement and the key point, as we've been preaching through the whole series of the month of December, is that we need to do our part to keep Christ in Christmas. To keep Christ in Christmas. Because within the Christmas story, there is a character. There is a person who tried to remove Christ from Christmas. So you know the story with the, the three wise men. Where there weren't three wise men. There were more wise. A lot of them, people come to see Jesus. The three wise guys, as I call them they had followed a star, a star, they studied the sky, the star told them that, uh, that a new star showed up, that they were, this is, you follow the star, you'll find a new king. You'll find the king of Israel. You'll find the king of Jerusalem. And so they followed the star and they came to, and they went to go see King Herod, because King Herod is the king. And when Herod found out that they were gonna worship this new king that had been born, Herod, to wanted to figure this out too. So he's told them, let me know. Let me know when you find this king so I may worship him too. But Herod had no desire to keep Christ in Christmas. His actual desire was to remove Christ from Christmas. It says this in Matthew 2, 13 and 14. It says, and when they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. So they had gone means the, the magi when they had left. um, showed up to Joseph in a dream and an angel said this to him, said, get up, he said, and take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. In verse 14, so he got up and took the child and the mother during the night and left for Egypt. King Herod is trying to remove Christ. And I encourage you, don't leave Jesus On Christmas, don't remove him for the whole reason why we are doing all this. Before all the decorations and all the suits Jason wore, and every like, it's all about Christ. Do not remove him. I encourage you. I implore you. I will even say, beg you, that tomorrow morning, that you will, before you open a gift, before you do anything of significance about celebrating Christmas, that you will open your Bible. You will turn to Luke chapter 2, and you will read what we just read, verses 1 through 20. For it is the Christmas story. And read it as a family. Take turns, as you saw in the video with the other families as we broke it up. Read it from the kids' Bible if you have little kids. Pull it up on your phone, go to the Bible app if you don't have that, and download and put in Kids' Christmas Story. If you don't have that, go to YouTube, type in Kids' Christmas Story. But do this as a family. Keep Christ in Christmas. Do not remove Him from Christmas, and don't leave Him there. Take Him with you when you go and you speak and into the new year. This is the beautiful thing about the Christmas, the Christian faith, is that you have you have Christmas Day leading up to Christmas, Advent, and after Advent you have the twelve days of Christmas. And after the 12 days of Christmas, you have Epiphany. And after Epiphany, you have Lent. And Lent rolls right into the next, like, the day, Easter. The Christian faith is awesome when it comes to the birth of Christ and to him giving his life. So don't leave Jesus, don't leave that baby Jesus on Christmas. Take him with you. But at the same time, keep Christ in Christmas so before we close, I thank you for joining us. Uh, and I know you got maybe some other festivities to do tonight, celebrating Christ uh, and the birth of Christ and the into tomorrow morning. I got one more trivia question for you, and then we're going to end the service. So here is the trivia question. It's a movie trivia question. Uh, hopefully, you've seen this movie, uh, and it's a character. You know, the movie Elf is one of my favorite, and it's hilarious. I know some people don't like it. You know, I know we're talking about elves and Santa, and don't worry about that. But the Elf Buddy he says that there's four main ingredients that elves stick to. The the four table ingredients that they stick to. What are those four? So go to you know, your email. Type in hello at Bowie City Church. And then tell us the four ingredients that Buddy the Elves and Elves in the North Pole stick to. Okay? So make sure you you send those in. And if you get it right, we will send your family a gift. Because tomorrow is Christmas. And we're excited about that. We're excited about the presents coming and, and opening and spending time with family. We know this has been a hard year. The pandemic's not been the way we thought it would be Christmas, or not spending it the way you thought you would spend it, but there's still joy and hope in receiving and giving gifts and recognizing that it's all about jesus which is awesome so we thank you for coming we know you gotta get to bed little little kids you gotta get to bed because hey that that's time for bed that does that look familiar now that could look familiar but it doesn't look familiar that's fine but if it means something to you you might need to be close to getting bedtime brush your teeth head on to get ready for christmas uh, that comes early in the morning as we close, I want to give you an opportunity to give uh, during Christmas Eve, at least for us at every dollar that 's given today will be go to help meet needs. People suffer from the pandemic, the food pantry. It won't go to our normal giving. won't go to the missionaries. It will go straight to the needs of people. So if God is ready, uh, resonating to you, the Holy Spirit is moving you, uh, or you just think you want to give, you can go to abuicitychurch.com. Go to give uh, in the corner, and you can give. Anything that's given on this date will go to meet the needs of the community. Uh, you also go to First Christians, their website as well, and you can give there. You can give on the app, tithe, Tithe.ly, T-I-T-H-E dot L-Y. It's called Tively. You can give there. Look up Bowie City Church, and you can give there as well. But everything that's given today will go to meet the needs to people in our community, which is awesome, 100% of that. So you give your opportunity to do that. We close uh, in a really short message, short video, that the families of both churches, two churches, are joined together as one, to just send off a message. And I thank all those who participated. Thank you to all the families that helped make this happen. Thank you to everyone's here to make this happen today. Thank you, Jason, for wearing all those crazy suits. Uh, and just know, Jesus was born and we celebrate his life. Merry Christmas to you all, and we'll see you on Sunday.
3: And from the Boggs family, Peggy and David, we wish all of you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from the Long family, Merry Christmas Christmas from the Lois family, Merry Christmas Christmas from the Thompson family, family. Merry Christmas from the Bolton family.
2: family. Hello Dion, I want to thank you for your support.
1: I also want to thank Bowie City Church for supporting me. Uh, Together
3: the family, we want to wish you A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
2: Merry Christmas from
1: the Shepherd family. I just want to say Merry Christmas from the Midwinter family. Stay blessed, stay safe, have a great year.
2: Merry Christmas from the Minton. Merry Christmas from the Gustafson family. Merry Christmas from the Craigs. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas from the Bowden family. Merry Christmas, everyone.
1: Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas family.